Welcome to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, board-certified women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, welcome back to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley. Today, I wanted to talk about what I really consider the most important question you can be asking yourself when it comes to your health, your family's health, why certain things are the way they are, are in the world right now. And that question also goes right in line with probably the most difficult stage of parenting. And that is the question, but why? And I really feel like we don't ask this enough when it comes to our health or rules or things that are just taken for granted. And we really need to be. And there's kind of multiple facets where I'm coming at with this today. So I'm going to try to keep my thoughts in order and coherent for you. But the first thing that really came to mind and kind of prompted this conversation was my husband and I are planning as long as it doesn't get canceled because of all the Delta variant stuff, but he has a work trip and we were planning to go to some sporting events and a concert while we were gone. I'm going with him um, because it's right around his birthday. And we just found out that like so many venues and whatnot, they're now requiring non-vaccinated people to test before being able to come into the, the venue. And I get that. I'm not, not against that or anything um, in terms of just safety and, and whatnot. But what really didn't make sense to me and still doesn't, and it's you know where I'm launching this conversation, because what I really want is for all of us to think critically about our health and about the things that are going on in the world. And I'm not here to spout any opinions on anybody. I just want you to think like whether or not you choose to get vaccinated, whether or not you are a Democrat or a Republican or somewhere in between, like none of that matters to me. <laughs> My point is let's think critically about some of this stuff because at least for now, as I've said before, we still have the opportunity to do so. So here's what doesn't make sense about this to me, right? Lots and lots of people I know have come down with COVID over the last couple of weeks. And those people are both vaccinated and non-vaccinated. And what I will say is that the vaccine does seem to have some effect on the severity of the, you know, the symptoms and the experience and those who are ending up in the hospital and probably those that are dying, though it's hard to really trust numbers that come out of the CDC and places like that at times. And I can launch into a whole diatribe about that, but I won't. You just want to, like thinking critically, even applies to the stuff the government tells us and, and all of that, okay? It, it's not just like for yourself, but but across the board, we need to think critically and ask, but why? And so, you know, I've known whole families that everyone was vaccinated and they came down with COVID having no idea where they got exposed to it or, you know, where it came from or any of these things. And they didn't get very sick and some of them have absolutely no symptoms and whatnot, but they still tested positive. And so they had to do all the things, right? So my point getting back to this whole venue thing is why, you know, if we're trying to slow the spread of this thing again, because we've been on this uphill curve and we're hitting peaks and at least in Alaska and I think around the country, you know, we're seeing numbers that we weren't even seeing last fall when everything was shut down. 
So why aren't we testing everybody? Because if we've learned anything about this vaccine that has been an experiment and a trial, and literally everybody who's gotten it has been part of a medical trial, that's what this is. It's not, you know, a, a hard and fast thing that it means that we're going to, obviously we're not slowing the progression of, of what the virus and what's going on. So why not test everyone and not just single out the people who are not vaccinated? So this is, and this is just like one example of so many I could, I could go through, but, you know, we have to be willing to ask the questions because in reactionary mode or in whatever it is, or in that we're, you know, trying to put all of our faith in one thing to slow the progression of this while kind of negating everything else that we've talked about, you know masks and social distancing as much as I dislike them. And, you know, my son is struggling with masks now being required in school again, after we started off the year with them not being, we have to continue to just think for ourselves because not everybody's going to do it for us. And not everybody has our best interest at heart. You have to recognize that. So the most important question you can ask yourself, whether it's about current events or whether or not you should get a vaccine or you know, what's going on with your work or any of that. But when it comes to your health, it's asking why. And so many of us, we just accept a diagnosis or accept there's nothing wrong with us. Or we ask that question and Western medicine is really great at being the parent who says, I don't know. I have no answer for you. And the first time I really asked the question, but why was actually when I was 12. And I've talked about this on the show before, but I got super sick. It was my seventh and eighth grade years of school. And I was, I missed 45 days of school both years. And I was exhausted. I was sick. I, you know, would go to doctor after doctor and they would test me for thing after thing. And they tested me for mono about seven times and no one could figure out what was wrong with me until finally someone ran some allergy tests and decided I was allergic to cats and a few other things. And I was literally laying at home with my cat every day on the couch. And that's all well and good. I've, I finally had an answer. I'd, I developed asthma and I had eczema on my hands and I was just sick all the time. But it didn't really answer what had happened because up to that point in my life for 12 years, I had no problem with cats. I had no problem with dust or, you know, dander or any of that stuff. And no one could tell me why. And I talked about this when I talked about, you know, vaccines and just kind of shared some of my thoughts around that. I know it's a super hot polarizing topic right now. So again, I am just coming from the place of think critically. And that includes critically analyzing and even questioning because we have the freedom to do that in this country, at least for now you know, questioning what we're being told by the media, by look at the research, see who funded it, like who is behind certain studies. There's actually one vaccine coming down the pipeline that I would probably be willing to get because it isn't an mRNA vaccine and it doesn't have fetal parts. And it's fairly, as far as a vaccine goes, I mean, it's still got some bad stuff in it that's toxic and whatnot, but it's far less than what's currently out there on the market. It's called the Novavax. If anyone wants to look it up, Novavax, I didn't say that very clearly, but you know, you have to, I, I have this horrible feeling that it's because it's not an mRNA vaccine and because, you know, a pandemic has given a launch pad for that technology to be developed, this vaccine probably won't see the light of day. And I really hope that's not true. And I really hope it comes to the US because it's probably the only one I'd be willing to get. That aside, I'm just 
giving you some insight and some tools, you know, especially in the United States, we have the freedom to ask questions and to say, but why? But very few of us do. And it's because we've developed this societal culture where, you know, doctors are kind of like these omni omnipotent beings who know all. And the reality is we're actually all human. <laughs> if you haven't figured that out by listening to this show, you know, I'm not a Western medical doctor and a lot of the reasons I'm not are, are just this. I know I would be frustrated and I've met so many, especially women I've interviewed on this show. So many of them have been in the Western medicine model and just been really frustrated because there aren't answers and there aren't real solutions there. And there's just a, we'll take this pill or you're fine, even though you're not because labs aren't looking at the right things. So I invite you, I was going to say challenge you. I challenge you too, but I invite you to really you know, take on thinking critically about your own health and about some of the stuff that we're going through in our country, because honestly, a lot of it is really scary. You know, for example, we have this whole thing called HIPAA. It stands for the Health Information Portability and Accountability Act. And it was passed in the 90s, I believe, 1991, 1994, something like that. But it's something that's been hammered into my head in chiropractic school that, you know, we're all very aware of. And it's designed to protect your personal health information. I think it's a good thing. You know, it's it's in place for a reason. But this whole instance of a pandemic and all of this stuff has somehow pushed that out the window where now you can, you know, be demanded to show a vaccine card in order to work or go into a establishment or do this or that. And I'm just wary of this because like with my own story, when I was 12, I actually didn't finish that. You know, I've, I've shared that I was vaccine injured before and it happened when I was 11 and what happened. And it's not that vaccines are bad, none of that. And this is my own personal health journey and personal, you know, story that has kind of led me to the point where I'm at and what I'm confident in and what I, you know, do for my own health and my, and my family's health based on my son's health history as well. Cause he was born early and there's a lot of correlation between vaccines being stressful on a little baby body that was born five weeks early. So, you know, there's, there's, you just need to be aware and do your own research and whatnot. So the, what happened for me was I'd had some other things happen in my life. I mentioned I was born cesarean. I, we ate like crap for whatever reason, all the sugar, all the, all the crud, like kids of the eighties, you know, I don't think I ever went as far as pop tarts, but like I pretty much had everything under the sun. And over time, you know, when we're born, we're only born with half of our immune system functioning. And so part of growing up and being a kid and getting sick and all of that is that that other side of your immune system is working in an ideal world. They're firing on all cylinders and they're both firing the same amount. So they kind of counterbalance each other. If you miss out on things like being exposed to dirt or being breastfed or, you know, eating healthy foods, not being exposed to the chemicals and toxins and dyes and all the things that are in most of our food and our environment, our cleaning products, all that stuff, your immune system starts to be skewed. And one of the things that continues to skew it is vaccines. And so the thing that finally tipped mine over the edge and caused me to suddenly have what are really considered more autoimmune type reactions and disorders, eczema, asthma, allergies, and that we are told there's no explanation for, it's because that immune system is misfiring and, and out of balance. And so until you bolster up that other side, you start to have symptoms. And this is the same with autoimmune diseases, all this stuff. 
So I didn't understand this until I was in an advanced pediatric certification post chiropractic school, post you know graduate school, and finally connected all the dots. And so I know it can be frustrating and scary to ask that question, but why with whatever you're dealing with? Because it can take a while to find answers. And it's in, you know, finding people like me, finding podcasts, finding information, just using a critical eye with anything that you read. I got slammed on Facebook kind of early on in the pandemic because of the credibility of uh, uh, something I posted. And I'll be honest, I didn't read it closely enough. And so I, I'm more careful about that. And I was going to write about this whole, you know, stuff that's been in, in my mind lately, but I didn't really feel like getting into an argument on Facebook because people don't read things crit critically and they react emotionally and, you know, they don't really pause long enough to like understand and go objectively enough to just have some understanding of where the other person is coming from. And so one of the, you know, especially in this climate, I'm just, I'm so disheartened by the emotional reactions on both sides of the the spectrum with, you know, everything surrounding vaccines. It's it's scary. And because it's challenging a lot of, you know, things that we've taken for granted, especially as Americans and having freedom of speech and freedom, you know, and protection of our health information and a lot of stuff that they actually don't have in other places that I think we're, you know, very blessed to have, but that's being challenged now. And so I want us all to check in with ourselves and ask, you know, you can ask, but why is this happening? Like on a societal level, a global level, uh, for you personally level, like it's probably easier to start there because it's a rhetorical question really, you know, but I, I encourage all of us to just continue to come at this objectively. And I was going to say, one of the best things you can do is objectively, you know, whichever side of the spectrum you're on, or maybe you're somewhere in the middle, but just looking at both sides of of the argument and you can find holes in both of them, I promise, um, you know, but ultimately you have to decide like, what are the risks and benefits for you, for yourself, for your family? Like where, what's in line with you? What freedoms do you really value that we have in this country that are maybe being encroached on and challenged? And that's not coming from a place of me being a staunch Republican or anything. I politically, I'm kind of like all over the place. So that's not even what this is about. It's just about really being aware, you know, I have a, a former mentor and, and person I listened to a lot in chiropractic school who would talk about the sheeple, right? <laughs> and we are very capable of, as a human race, of just kind of following along like sheep without really questioning things. You know, we just take the pill or we just get the shot or we, you know, just accept that this is the way things are and they doesn't have to be. And there is an explanation and a reason for something happening, whether it's your health, you know, where we're going as a country and all of that, like there, there's threads that we can find and things that we can unravel, but it requires kind of stepping out using some objective critical thinking and reasoning skills, great things that they should be teaching in school more and really just being able to set the emotions aside and look at this from that perspective. Hopefully this makes sense. I don't want to keep rambling about this. Obviously, I get a little worked up and passionate about all this, but you know, I am here to just encourage you and challenge you a little bit to think through some of this stuff and to just have whatever you need to feel confident and comfortable in your choices and your decisions for your own health and to 
do what you need to do to find answers, especially if you've been struggling to find them. And I'm not even talking about COVID here. I'm talking about, you know, hormone issues or struggling to lose weight or, you know, feeling tired all the time and, and asking why and not really finding your answers. It's time to go outside the box. And that's really where I come in. So we will see you again on Thursday and I will be back next week. Thank you for tuning in to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and also leave us a review. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in the Emergent Women Community Group on Facebook for the chance to interact with me live once a week and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become the vibrant, energetic, and on-fire version of yourself we all know is under there. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about. Mm-hmm.